In season three of the Visit Quad Cities podcast, now named QC That's Where, we met 25 amazing quad citizens, or former quad citizens, and a therapy dog across 19 episodes. That was 19 conversations uncovering the quirks, talents, successes, and some failures of this crazy community we call the QC. To end our 2022 season, we've compiled some highlights. So please enjoy some of my favorite moments and come back after the start of 2023 for season four, because we are just getting started. Where do you find a family of communities connected by the storied Mississippi River, where young explorers and dreamers, investors and entrepreneurs thrive? Where can you connect with real people living and creating in a place that's as genuine as it is quirky? QC, that's where. Welcome to QC That's Where. I'm Katrina with Visit Quad Cities, and I am so honored to be here today with Dr. Kit Ford, the founder and director of Argos House of Healing and Hope. When I think about Argos House, you know, my grandmother, even in the midst of that suffering, she was very strong and she was sweet as pie. I mean, she was so sweet. Uh, the reason I believe in God, the reason I believe that love is possible um, because of how she treated people. Um, and so we, my husband actually encouraged me to uh, name um, the Women's Center for Healing or the Women's Healing House um, after my dear grandmother, which I'm grateful for him, Reverend Dwight Ford, um, because of her story and her journey um, and what she means to me. She passed away many years ago, but what she means um, and what her legacy means for me and my siblings and my cousins and um, my aunts and uncles and my mom as well. Um, and so, you know, I know that if there was a place like Argos House when she was alive and going through those issues that maybe she wouldn't have stayed in that um, violent relationship most of her life. Um, and I also know if there was a place like Argos House she would have loved to be a part of a mission like this, helping other women as well. Here today with Mandy Griesenbeck, the race and event director for Friends of Off-Road Cycling, and Tina Anderson, the social media PR extraordinaire from the Quad City Biking Club. Tina, this one, she's done Brag Brian on a fat bike, which okay. is not an easy task. Yeah, that's a pretty big bike to push. Yeah, the, um, so I did it. I was proud of doing it. Um, I will never do it again because <laughs> you're you're slow. It's just you know revolutions per minute. It's a bigger bigger tires. All that comes physics comes into play. But it was fun to say I did it. Um, I'll ride my my fat bike to run errands or just on a quick ride, and then I might a few days later go ride my road bike on a 50 mile adventure but then you have mandy who rides her bikes everywhere too so it's eclectic yeah well you know like tina said we all have more than one bike <laughs> so i've got a road bike when it's wet out i got a mountain bike let's go ride the trails i have a fat bike to ride in the winter so I think, what is it? You need as many bikes plus one, they say. Yeah. But <laughs> <laughs> Our guest today, Donna Young, co-owner and sculptor at Isabel Bloom. So Donna, thank you so much for joining. 
it's funny because Isabel and I both, our first stories are both stories of failure. Her first story, she and her brother George were digging clay from uh, the riverbed, actual river clay. And they got the wild idea that they could use the um, family furnace as a kiln and then they could fire their work. So mm -hmm. they created these figurines and put them in tin cans and put them in the furnace. And her father found them and was not very happy and threw them away. And my first story is, it was a, uh, well, first of all, my dad grew up during the depression. And so you didn't waste anything. So for me to ask my dad, if I could take a bar of ivory soap to school for a project, he was like, well, what are you going to do with it? Well, I'm going to carve it into something. Okay. So I take it and I carve and I carve and I carve and I carve and I carve. And I finally end up with, I don't even remember what it was. Was it an elephant or it was a pig, I think, but I, it was less than half the bar of soap. And so when I brought that home proudly to show my dad, you know, he wanted to know where the rest of the soap was, you know, because I had pretty much wasted a bar of soap. And I'm super excited to be talking to Monta Ponsetto today. Monta is the um, executive director of the Rock Island Milan Education Foundation. And, and we are talking into the holiday season. She is on the management team for Festival of Trees, which is an annual event that happens in Davenport every single year. It brings the whole community out. So... It was an elderly couple. Um, so Silver Bell Social is a special event for older individuals that come in from, you know, the nursing homes, assisted care um, places. And this couple, for whatever reason, I'm not sure, um, had not seen each other in a year. And they saw each other. At, yeah, it was just one of those where, you know, because it's like, oh, you know, and so they were in two different places oh and gosh. just the logistics. And I, you know, I don't know the personal situation, but yeah, we we're able to meet up and see each other. Um, another instance, which I only caught the, the kind of the tail end of it, but it was during Santa special stars and a girl who had um, some needs. I'm, I'm not, I don't know exactly uh, her situation, um, but she didn't really speak. She didn't really engage, make eye contact. Um, and she, I think it was Ave Maria. She got up on, there was a little platform. It was when we had Santa in the great hall. Um, when you first come into that lobby area um, before you get in the main part of festival. And she just started singing and had this gorgeous, gorgeous voice and it was like it was it was like a completely different person and she she just sang and then she was done and she went back to you know and so these are kind of I mean I guess it's not directly related to festival necessarily but just the sort of thing that um you know happens it's good it's just kind of a magical place you know today i've got emma steiger and mary steiger mother and daughter duo um who uh emma is part of the rural go-getters um which is a faction of the 4-h club in rock island county i made my very first year of um of 4-h i did woodworking and i did a step stool and i still have it we still use it and then i made a saddle rack one last two years ago 
And then last year, last year I made like a bench table thing. It's really cute. It's like rustic-y and I don't know. I use it with our old barn wood and the judge went crazy. He was like, oh my goodness, because it was like old wood. It's like 30 years old or whatever. And my brother, and like a hundred years old. <laughs> well, my brother had like written on it so you could see like his pen, like he had done it in like red marker and we had just put like a clear, like, um, seal over it. So it kind of darkened the wood because it kind of like cleaned it, I guess. Yeah. But, um, you could still see like all of his doodling on it and like the saw marks were different and stuff. So he was like, oh my goodness, like so cool. <laughs> and I'm so psyched to be with some great uh, QC area running influences here today. We've got Phil Young, the owner of Fleet Feet Davenport and race director Joe Moreno. And uh, I don't know that there's that there's some next really big thing. I think we're uh, I think we're, we're kind of steady and consistent and faithful and um, we'll, we'll just continue to um, to kind of be Midwest, you know, to <laughs> like we're not flashy. We're just really good at stuff. And, uh, and we'll Love just it. keep doing it. We'll just keep doing it. <laughs> yes. I, I like that. We're not flashy. We're just good at stuff. And I think <laughs> Put that on a t-shirt. I'll, I'll wear Honestly. it. Honestly. I like that. And today we are here with Dave Harrell, the president and CEO of Visit Quad Cities. You know, the old adage, if you build it, they will come. Oh yeah. You, you can build it, but you better figure out a way to market it, promote it, sell it. Um, brand it and do that over and over and over and over and rinse and repeat and do it over again. And I think um, that's the thing that people need to realize. Our pillars are really grounded in destination marketing and tourism development and visitor experience. And I'm here with an amazing guest. Her name is Rachel Hagen. She's also known as DJ K Young. Back then, uh, T-Pain and Soldier Boy came yeah. and he was going to be the DJ for the concert and he was supposed to be the host. So then he said, look, it was probably like a month and a half in. He's like, look, you're doing really well. You're going to be the DJ. I don't want to DJ. I'm oh. going to have you DJ and I'll be the MC. So you don't have to talk in the microphone, just DJ. Oh my gosh. And it was like... I mean, just being thrown into the shark, the the shark tank, or being thrown into the lion's den, or whatever, yes. or you want to come up with. Yeah. Were you so nervous? Um, I, I, yeah, I was beyond nervous. Beyond nervous. Oh my gosh. Um, that was like my real first gig, other than just like little tiny, like you know, things here and there. But like sure. that was my first gig, and. It was, it was the, it was an incredible feeling that I realized I really wanted that adrenaline rush. Mm -hmm. So that was like where I became kind of addicted to, oh, well, I want this feeling all the time, you know? Yeah. So, but I got to get better. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I was still terrible, Okay. <laughs> better, but I want this adrenaline. I want this feeling all the time. I want this adrenaline rush all the time. With the uh woman behind the art atlanta dawn i feel like like i've gone to like st louis and milwaukee and out on the west coast and those towns i used to think the quad cities wasn't that big but when i go to these other towns the quad cities is amazing and the mississippi is so powerful and so beautiful 
and we have such a cool community here and it's growing and I feel like more art was missing in this area and the business owners agree because they've been keeping me very busy. <laughs> it's the 35th year of what I would call the most unique event in the country. Uh, <laughs> there are 10 teams who tug back and forth 2,700 feet of rope, 680 pounds across the Mississippi River. It's called Tug Fest. It's between LeClaire and Port Byron. And today I've got Brandon Smith, Tugfest MC, and Barry Long, Communications Director for Tugfest Iowa. How do you get the rope from side to side? Who who's doing this, and and how in the world does it happen? So there is a, Port Byron has a rope stored in a storage unit. They bring it down. Mid American Energy brings it down to the uh, the levee forum. They have a fishing boat and they just unwind it into their fishing boat. It takes about an hour and they drag it across the river. They have somebody in the water on our side that grabs the rope and pulls it through the pulley. And then the tuggers come out and they just start pulling on the rope. And Mid-American on our side of the rope, they have a reel that they're reeling it in. So it takes about an hour. It's quite a process. And I am here today with a very creative musician awarded with um, accolades like Best Local Entertainer, Outstanding Cabaret Artist, Freddie Allen. I hired Phyllis Diller um, to come in and perform for the grand opening. Yeah. And she was just, what uh, an incredible opportunity that was to work with Phyllis Diller. Um, yeah. She was an amazing woman, very kind, loving, compassionate uh, soul, and funny as hell, too. I mean, yep. she, she was 83 at the time. Oh, my gosh. And and I helped her get on stage, and she said, okay, you got to help me get on stage. But from there, I'm good. I said, okay. So I helped her get on stage, and she turned, turned looked at me, winked at me. She said, all right, get out of here, kid. <laughs> I'm talking to Joel Alexander. Shout out to Vibrant. They've been my credit union since I lived in the Quad Cities and uh, financed my car through them, my old Harley, a couple personal loans over the Not years. Not sponsored, but yeah, <laughs> shout out to Vibrant. <laughs> shout out to Vibrant. I am not like the i'm not the the model that's going to get casted for the guy next door like i could be if i had a haircut and cleaned up that way but i don't look like that right now um i look like your weird neighbor next door <laughs> you know um but i i like that it's just different because it's like the opportunities that you and the jobs that you get will be different and today i've got charlie cole the brewmaster at blue cat brewing company in rock island when did you finally feel like okay i can take over this operation I, I never did. Uh, I just kind of got thrown in, thrown into the fire. Uh, that was funny. He had dual citizenship of uh, Mexico and Germany. So when he left St. Louis, he went uh, back to Mexico. So the first couple of brews that I did with him, I'm on FaceTime and he's sitting poolside in Monterey with a, in his swim trunks with a cooler full of beer, teaching me how to still use the system. And uh, it was an interesting way of learning, but yeah, the, the entire brew system was in German. So there, what it's not like, I, and they were in German acronyms for buttons. So I couldn't really just Google things and be like, oh, what's this button do? I had to call them every time I had any kind of issue. And today I'm so excited to be joined by Maya and Camille, two local artists. Tell me each of you, what is, what is your clothing and like arms and hands like after working on Shock Arts Fest? <laughs> I remember three years ago, I had to go home and like hose myself down because there was so much chalk on me. And that kind of happened last year, but it was really bad that one time. Oh my gosh. 
Yeah, I definitely get absolutely covered too. I usually wear like AirPods. I have headphones in one of it. And last year, my AirPods were green. They were just completely covered. Mine were too. <laughs> Our two summer interns for the summer of 2022, Alexis and Rory, favorite QC sports team? Quad City Storm. <laughs> I love hockey. I love the storm. They're so much fun. And even when they lose, the community around them is so supportive. And the guys are so approachable. They'll sign pucks. They'll sign sticks. They'll sign t-shirts. They'll sign your forehead. They're just so nice and fun to be around. And I love working for them. And I, you know, I'm biased because I kind of work for them, but it's so much fun. Even when our, you know, our rival teams come and they want to, their fans come in, you know, jeer and everything. But once the game's over, people are you know, high-fiving, tell the other team, good job. You know, it's just a lot of fun. And I'm so happy to be here with Sharon and Bailey, the Labradoodle. Bailey is a therapy dog and Sharon is her trainer. She was certified right on or about her birthday. And she's been working as a therapy dog ever since. Does she have a favorite place to visit, whether it's a school, a hospital, a retirement community? I would say she loves every place, which is unique because she can work with kids. She's good with kids. She's good with the elderly. She's good around hospital beds, wheelchairs. But yes, I would say one of her very favorite places is church. And she's used to going every Sunday. Now, COVID interrupted a lot of our therapy dog work, and it also interrupted our church going. Mm -hmm. but Bailey is Catholic. She belongs to Sacred Heart in Rock Island. And she's been doing her work there probably for at least six years now. Okay. Father blessed her on the altar and introduced her to the parishioners as the new greeter. And when they walk in the vestibule on Sunday morning, she's always there to greet them. And they say, good morning, Bailey. How are you, Bailey? Um, they don't often say, good morning, Sharon. Some do. but And that's beautiful. It's fine with me. I'm glad they love Bailey. I, it's kind of a, a joke. <laughs> but, um. Anyway, she's very popular at church, and she loves every parishioner. She knows all of them. If I tell them, you know, here comes Joe or here comes uh, Lynn or whoever's coming in the door that she knows, she knows them all by name. If I say the name, then she, she knows immediately. She does. That's so sweet. And today we've got Luke Guyton, who is the owner of FitWave, FitWave Gravel, which is a brand in the athletic sphere, and it is really going places um, from a gym to races. And then Luke, I want to throw it to you. It's a tradition on this podcast. I always have the guest finish the statement. QC, that's where. It's at. I love that one. Yeah. <laughs> that was just the first thing at. I came up with. <laughs> that's awesome. QC, that's where it's at. Thank you so much, Luke. And thank you all for listening. Thanks for listening to QC, that's where podcast powered by Visit Quad Cities. Text Visit QC to 38314 for insider events, activities, and updates sent straight to your phone. That's V-I-S-I-T-Q-C, one word, to 38314. Message and data rates may apply.